Good evening, everybody. Welcome to this Thursday's Poetry Corner pop-up. Myself, King Atterbury, co-host Nicole R. Brookings, and we have featured guests tonight who we highlight in Kamikaze. So um, I'm going to pass it on over to Nicole R. Brookings, excuse me, Nicole R. Brookings, and let you take the stage. The mic is yours. Thank you. Put some respect on my name. Respect <laughs> on it. Respect on it. <laughs> All right. So we are going to get started. And definitely glad to have you, Kamikaze, on this show. And um, I just want to start by actually reading your bio, if that's okay. Well, yeah, I would love that. Go ahead. All right. So um, people know who we are dealing with. All right. So <clears throat> Kamikaze was born and raised in North New Jersey. He attended Arts High School, where he discovered his passion for writing, poetry, and spoken word. He became a state champion in poetry reading and impromptu speaking. Um, he has an Essence Magazine award-winning. He's an Essence Magazine award-winning writer and is currently working on a new book of poems um, set out to come out later this year. So definitely looking out for that. Glad to have you that's, again. That's what's up. So let yeah, me just thank y'all. You welcome. So let me just start by asking you, who inspired you to write poetry? Man, um, when I was in high school, I joined the speech and debate team. And um, when I came on board, I, you know, I had came on thinking I was going to be doing like, you know, reading some Martin Luther King speeches or whatever the case may be. And I had a teacher, his name was Mr. Suleiman. He said, you know, you really have a gift. And I was, I really didn't understand what he was saying. He was like, you know, the way you play with words and things that you say, you know, you should really get into writing. And he pushed me and literally sat down with me and we worked on what they call an original oratory. And man, I'll tell you that original oratory I wrote, which was entitled at the time, it was called Stress Is. Um, I read it and the first time I read it, I won. And ever since that moment, I said to myself, wow, I possess the talent that I really didn't know. And it took somebody to believe in me and mm -hmm. saw something in me to pull it out. And ever since then, I just fell in love with my with my own talent at that point, a talent I didn't even know I had. Um, so that's really where it manifested from. Um, bless his, rest his soul, Mr. Suleiman. Um, he was actually a phenomenal speech and debate teacher. But yeah, that's that's where it really came from. 
Nice. And and Arsai is not an easy school to get in, is it? No, it's really not. You really have to audition to get in there. Um, you know, you have to be a drama major, vocal major, dance major. You have to major in something. So um, mm. I actually was one of the newer majors, which was television communication was a major. So that was that was my major there. Um, so we did a little bit of everything. Um, but yeah, that's that's the school I went to. It was a very Ooh. competitive environment. So who are some of the poets that inspire you? Do you have any? Wow. Um, definitely Maya Angelou, um, Langston Hughes. Um, yeah, I don't probably label her as a poet, but she's definitely a poet, which is Lauren Hill. Um, <laughs> she, she has some, she has some, definitely. She has Man, some probably one of my, probably one of my number ones. Um, other than that, it's, uh, pretty much, I mean, that's, that's pretty much about it. I mean, I draw a lot from Lauren, um, and pretty much a lot of the older school, uh, poets, um, that kind of play on words, but also have that deep way of thinking and have that underlying meaning. And the subject matter that they choose to talk about is really where I draw from. Gotcha. So what um, what do you write about? Like, just in general, like? Well, I don't want to, I don't want to say the name of my book. I don't want anybody to steal my title. <laughs> you know, somebody tried yeah. to steal it before. <laughs> Don't point no fingers. Um, <laughs> don't point no fingers. But um, you know what I try to do? I try to write about the things that people don't like to talk about. I like to write about the times and the places that people really don't bring to the forefront. I like to write about the point of view that people never say. All the stuff you say in your mind, you don't say out loud. All the stuff that people go through privately and never share with other people that they go through. All the stuff that you know, um, you don't want to admit because you're bad, embarrassed or you got too much pride, all that type of stuff. That's the stuff I try to write about. I try to bring all that stuff to the forefront, all that taboo conversation, all the stuff people that are scared to talk about. Um, I usually try to go that route. So if I'm talking about a place, it's usually a, a place that everybody is familiar with, but yeah. you never really saw it, like, saw it the way I'm writing it. Or if I'm talking about a subject or an item or a topic, it's definitely something you can relate to. You thought about it or you experienced it or you know somebody that did, but it never was put on paper. It never was said that way. So that's really where my writings um, depict from. And that's going to be pretty much the basis of a lot of my poems. Now I write about a different array of subjects, but that's the groundwork of where I come from. Okay. See, I'm the type of person, I say what you want to say. So I get in trouble a lot, but... Um... <laughs> <laughs> I say what people are thinking a lot of times. Uh, you know, I'm like, you know, you was thinking. That. I just said it out loud. Um, right. <laughs> look, and you know, I I be the mouth for some folks sometimes. And oh, I know. Um, now, where do you plan on going with this poetry thing? Wow, I'm so glad you said that. Um, you know, I've I've been away for a little while, and while I was away, I really had time to really sit down in my thoughts and produce a lot of quality poems because I had got away from writing for a while. I was very disappointed in myself. You know, you get caught up in life, you know, you start working and doing other things and you don't really have time for your talent. Mm -hmm. um, I, you know, I found some time to really sit down and produce this book that I've been wanting to produce for a very long time. And what I plan to do is one, produce this book. Um, I definitely want to do a lot of open mics and, um, you know, virtual open mics and live open mics. Also, want to eventually do a one-man show where, as I'm 
speaking my poems or illustrating my poems, they're actually being illustrated on stage by actors or singers. Nice. Um, I also want to do something where my poems are being read and someone's actually singing live in the background very low to enhance the experience of the of the poems and a combination of those things um, into one show. I also do a little bit of short story writing and um, I like to integrate the stories in a way where is where if it was on stage, it would be certain individuals actually mimicking and acting out whatever's being told. So I kind of want to develop that later on down the line. But my focus right now is really definitely get this book out, get my name out, you know, let everybody know I'm back and let everybody know that I'm pumping out material that's going to bring some thoughts back, some good content and, you know, just get my name back out there. All right. So let's get into one of your points. What you got for us? All right, so I pulled a few out the out the book for y'all um, tonight. Um, I kind of just give you a little synopsis before I read it, just so y'all can understand, you know, where I was coming from when I wrote it. So this one is called Shower. Um, people take for granted what showers really do, and what you really do in the shower, um, besides, of course, washing your body. Um, so this one is called Shower. Let me shower for an hour as I think of the day I just had, all the people that I talked to, all the choices that I made, whether good or bad. Let me shower for an hour so the hot water can take away all my aches and my pains. Let all my stress and my tiredness just pour right down the drain. Let me shower for an hour so I can get this body clean so I can go to bed. I need this water all over me as I move the shower head. Let me shower for an hour so I can have this moment alone to excel by myself. In the shower, it seems the only place I can focus on my own mental health. Let me shower for an hour so I can just sing, close my eyes, remember the lyrics, and understand what the songs really mean. Let me shower for an hour so the steam can take me away from all the bad vibes. I let my, that I identify, that let my identity and negative sources and figure out where the problem of the negativity lies. Let me shower for an hour so I could be renewed and refreshed so I can be positive and focused and have the weight of the world lifted off my chest. Please just let me shower for an hour. All right. All right. That's for sure. That's for sure. Yeah, it definitely gives you a different way of thinking about stuff. And I'm just like, you know, yeah, fly, yo. Like you take a lot of time in that shower. Like, um, what is expensive? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because honestly, you know, you'd be surprised. You know, that shower can really change you. And a lot of times, we got so much going on. The shower is the only place we can focus on ourselves. You know, so I just wanted to kind of bring that. You know, something everybody do, but you don't really give it its due. Sometimes I wanted to give it shine to the shower. (laughs) No, I get you. I get you. And I know a lot of people. You know, you might like the bath. Or different things like that, but like you said, that's self care, you know. Right. This is really, you know, getting in touch with yourself and and mm-hmm. relaxing, releasing. So I get it. Okay. A lot of times, a lot of times, you can pray and meditate in the shower because that cleanses your soul anyway. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. You got a lot of the elements in there. You got the steam. You got the water. You got the the, the isolation. So you'd be surprised what what can happen. Gotcha. Okay. Manifestation. 
All right. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So Queen's Royal Chat is definitely enjoying it. That it I like, see you. Liking thank it. Thank you, Queens. Thank you. Thank you. Nice. All right. Um, let's see another one. What else we got? All right. So all right, so this one is a two-part, right? So what I do is sometimes I play on words, but also play on numbers. So okay. this is actually this is actually going to be a two-part read. So the first one, the poem is entitled 10. And within my poem, this is the same person, same character in both poems, and you'll see what I'm talking about. But this poem is titled 10 because it's a countdown from 1 to 10. And if you listen as I read it, you'll hear all the numbers from one to 10. Okay. You're supposed to just read off and let us catch it. No, I just, but it's going to be funny how it comes up. That's why I wanted to give y'all that. Okay. All right. We all ready. Right. All right. Poem is entitled 10. One time I saw you two nights in a row. It was the third of December and you were walking in the snow. I called for your name. Then you turned around. I said, I like what I'm seeing. And you replied back. It was about five o'clock, actually 5.06 to be exact. You hopped in my seven, we pulled off. It was getting late. You said you liked my vibe shortly after we ate. I took you to my place. I felt like you were mine. We kissed, we talked, and we made love until a quarter past nine. That moment felt so good, I never wanted it to end. Then you said it, then you said you needed to be dropped off because your man would be home by 10. Damn. <laughs> okay, I got you. So, so we can see this. This guy is just a little unlucky when it comes to women, um, as we can see already. It's cool. Um, well thank you. I appreciate it. And you said so was the second, second part? Yeah. So the second poem is entitled "One." So it's in reverse. So it's going from one to ten, and okay. it's the same person. It's the same person. Uh-oh, okay. let's see what's happening, old boy, this time. All right. We met 10 years ago, and this is where the story begins. We were nine years old, and our mothers were friends. She moved away, so all I had was the memories that we made. I didn't see her again until the eighth grade. By this time, we were in high school, and I already was in love. What I can say, we were only friends and I smiled when I passed her in the halls seven times a day. I continued to be her friend, but I wanted more, but it was too soon. We became even closer than graduated the 6th of June. We went to the same college. I got a job at a candy store making $5 an hour. I used to bring her candies. Her favorite was Sour Power. I wanted her to be my girl. I would do whatever. I wanted to make a move before she friend zoned me forever. We went on a date three times with no affection. I was starting to think that maybe we just didn't have a connection. I loved this girl too much. I didn't know what else to do. And I thought she would love me the same, knowing as much as we've been through. So one day I just asked her, why did she keep me as a friend? She said she didn't know how to tell me that she was a lesbian. Damn. <laughs> wow! <laughs> hey, it's deep quarters. You know what I mean? Wow! 
That was experience. Deep. Experience. I was you know not I mean? expecting that. <laughs> that was definitely a good one. Um, and also, I apologize. I never introduced myself. I am Nicole R. Brookins. I am a co-host on the Poetry Corner, as well as a poet and um, soon-to-be author. So keep a lookout on that. Now, King, were you going to do a little piece? What was that? Were you going to do a little piece? Do you have a little time? Yeah, yeah. I, I could spit something. I thought you would have spit something first. Oh. No, ladies first. I have no idea where to go. I'm just like, come on, oh, come on, me. Nicole. Let's let's hear something from you. I'm saying, let me see, let me see. All right, all right, all right. So here we go. I call this my weakness. My weakness. My family told me to leave you alone. They said you were bad for me. I once tried to turn my back on you and just walk away. Then that's when I would hear you calling my name. You had that thing that always lured me back to you. Just looking at you, I could remember your sweet taste on my lips. The taste of you that lingered and had me anticipating the next encounter with you. I hate to say it, but I think I'm addicted to you. Time of day never matters with you. You always seem to be within an arm's reach. I know I can count on you to give me just what I need. Some days you can be a little salty though, but I still crave you. I always want more and more of you. I know you're no good for me. I guess you're my bad habit that I don't want to break. And no, I'm not dumb or the least bit gullible. I know that you spread yourself around, but as long as you're giving me what I need, I'm not concerned about anyone else. My friends say that since you've been in my life, I don't look the same. They say I let myself go. Talking about how I'm always surrounding myself around you. I don't really care what they say. I know that I can turn to you every time when I need comfort. I gotta have you. You're so much more than what they might call you. No good, trash. You are my go-to. You're my whenever treat. You are my snacks. And <laughs> peace. Okay. <laughs> Come on, snacks. <laughs> looking for that Scooby snack, huh? <laughs> That's so funny you wrote about that because a lot of people, um, you know, they look at the outside look and then they never look from the inside out. So that's a good inside out view of how you view people that you that you mess around with. <laughs> but it's funny because, you know, you said like, because, you know, you get snacks, you can have the salty type. No, you get a little salty, but you know, I still I still want you, you know. Right. So, right. Hey. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. And look, during COVID, a lot of people learned about having a snacks. So <laughs> I know <laughs> there's some people that can definitely relate. Right, right. All right, King. So go ahead. What, what you got? What you got? 
This piece is titled, Another Day. My mother's eyes told a story. Please, son, pray for me. With limited time left to breathe, another year set her body free. No emotion on the table due to the hurt and suffering. There wasn't enough love to give to hold her hand until the end. Sitting in a room of silence, moving thoughts across my bed. Forget about what the preacher said, only thing her vessel did. Keeping the spirit alive so it survived through strong memory. Why do you think it's easy to fight against dark energy? Will things that happen never mask in the God side of me? Delivery of my tower building degrees half century. Quotas for high rollers, I'm a motor that never rusts. I'm always in between heaven and hell, call me the cusp. You get what you receive or belief when your door closed. My father only dozed and woke up switching his tempo, giving talent from two parents who barely got along but had a bond. I keep a black heart on my arm, not as a charm, but an alarm, King. Oh. Come on, bars, bars, bars. Nice. That's yeah. what's up. I like that flow on that one. Thanks. Yeah, I, woke, I wrote that shit like 3 3 a.m. this morning. You know what I mean? Whoa. Whoa. Just woke up, you know what I'm saying? Wrote it, went back to sleep. <laughs> you know what? You produce the best stuff that way. A lot of times I used to just make, maybe wake up out of nowhere like how you did and just write like maybe four lines, put it down, and then come back to it. Some of my best work came out like that. So I feel you on that. Yeah, I just blazed it, went back to sleep. You know what I mean? And. I guess I did it too, my grandfather's birthday, but it's all good though, man. You know, you manifest. You know what I mean? Listen to that meditation music. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely, I, I've had it where I've, Thank I've you, actually had to kick myself because, you know, you you thinking something in your head, but you don't write it down. Then you start doing something else and then you forget what was the thing that I was thinking about. And you yep. just cannot remember for the life of you. And it's just like, oh my God, that was gonna be so hot too. But yeah, that know, happens to me a lot. Is. You know, it is. All right, yeah. so kamikaze, what we got? What we got? All right. Um let's switch up the tone a little bit. I got something called um I will. And um it's just talking about, I'll just let you know, I'll let you hear what it's talking about. All right. <laughs> All right. When you feel alone and overcome with fear, just reach for me and I will be there. Whenever you fail and fall down on your luck, know that I'll always be there to help lift you up. When you lay down in bed and sadness is near and those tears fall down to your ear, just call out to me and I will be there. When you're hurting and no longer believe, just come to me. I will provide you with all the reassurance and love you will ever need. Whenever you face harm, know that I will always protect you. I will shield you and hold you in my arms. When the nights are cold and the days are long, in those moments of weakness, I will nurture you and make you strong. You will never need to run. You will never need to hide. You will never need to look for me because I'll always be by your side. Okay. It's so crazy right. that you right. did that one. Like I have a form that was similar. Well, it put me on the, in the mindset of that one. That that was that was definitely nice. This, this is inspired by um, someone who supported me throughout a rough time I just had, 
And literally every line of that, I felt like this person manifested. And I just had to write about it because I was just so grateful to have them in my life. And I was just trying to write something to honor what they what they were because some people mm. believe that those people don't exist anymore and they do. So I just wanted to write that for that. That's peace. And they, I'm telling you, people like that don't come around too often. So they don't. And you definitely have to appreciate them. <laughs> right, yeah. I agree with that. Il Kamikaze, I have a question for you. Yes. How do you feel about art imitating life or life imitating art? Um. Hmm. We want my synopsis on both ways of thinking it or no, whatever way you want to spin it. You know what I mean? Like just yeah. a reality check. You know what I mean? There's no right or wrong answer. It's just whatever you, you know, think does how you well, see it. When you say art imitating life, I think that art would be doing itself a disservice trying to imitate life. Art really should transcend you beyond this life. It should take you somewhere that life can't take you. It should take you out of what you normally used to seeing. It should expose you to other things that reality can't give you. That's my interpretation when you say that. When you say um, life imitating art, I think that's a beautiful thing because we live in a life and in a world where the reality is a lot of times not the best thing to see not the best thing is to hear. So when you see things that are beautiful, that take you and put you in a mind frame of art, in that moment, you can excel and appreciate the beautifulness of what as, us as humans can produce. So I believe in that regard, that art, I'm sorry, that life imitating art is a beautiful thing. Okay. Yeah. That's peace. Yeah, I definitely believe that it's like feeding off of each other, you know, life imitates art, art imitates life because, you know, we as poets, most of the people, we're speaking from what we have experienced, you know, but it might have been something also that we might have seen that inspired us or read. So, you know, it could be, it could be both ways, definitely. So, yeah, I agree. Um, so let me ask another question. Um, so where do you see yourself going with all this poetry though? You know what I'm saying? Entering back into the poetry world. Like, what are your <sighs> expectations if there is any? Okay, so here's what I want to do. And this is this is I manifested this um as I wrote because I read some of my poems to people and I like reading my poems to different people, older, younger, different creeds, different races, different whatever, just to get the take on it. Some of my poems actually sound like and actually are aspirations, um, different things. Some of them even said they sound like, oh, my God, that'll sound great on a card, on a greeting card. So I actually would like to see my poems because there are no poetic greeting cards that exist. Like if I wanted to go on Rite Aid and for somebody's birthday or for somebody's anniversary or somebody I love, I wanted to show them a card and have a dope poem on there that was written by a Black artist, that doesn't exist. I want to do that. I want to go to Hallmark and be like, listen, I got this whole line of poems that would be perfect for different gift cards, you know, different cards you have right. and do that. And it pushed me, that mindset pushed me 
to create other poems. I have a poem called Brother. I have a poem called Mother. I have a poem called Sister. I have a poem called Baby Mother. Like all types of all types of scenarios and things where if you had to give a card, I would be able to do that. I have a poem about anniversaries. I have a poem about love. I have you know I have poems that can address different things. So that's one route I would love to take my poetry in is to be the first black poet to have a line of greeting cards sitting up in a Rite Aid somewhere where you can go and buy it and put that in a gift card and give that to someone you love as opposed to these generic ones they come up with. Made, that's written so. by God knows who. So that's yeah. one one thing I would definitely want to do. Yeah. Yeah, that's dope right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've had a couple of cousins take some of my stuff and put it on different uh, canvases and stuff. I mean, See? See? We, we got a whole market for that. We actually all yeah. should join in and try to do that and take it over. <laughs> yeah, a few of my cousins are illustrated, so um, if they do an illustration on one of my books, I give them permission to just use anything in the book on the canvas. You know what I mean? So I just wave it out. You know what I mean? So that's that's dope. That's dope. Yeah, you know what I mean? So yeah, good luck with um publishing the book though, man. You know what I'm saying? Just keep up with it. You know what I'm saying? Knock them out the park. You know what I mean? If if you have that energy like that. Just keep, don't let nothing hold you back. Just keep going. That's how I do, y'all. I mean, I, I appreciate that. I really need to hear that because this is my first time producing a book and I have 115 poems that I produced and I produced all of those within like an eight month period. Right. Um, so what I'm doing is I'm going through like the third round of editing because honestly, when I, when I step away from my work and then I come back mm -hmm. to it and I reread right. it, Mm -hmm. It kind of like re-inspires me all over again. I ended up adding right. stuff to and taking stuff out. So I'm at that point right now where I'm in the final, like my fourth draft of the book. So oh, that's what I'm piece. saying. By the end of the year, I should be ready to go to print. Um, but I just want to make sure it's right because remember I told you I was on the speech team back in high school. In those days, there I didn't have a black artist that I could relate to that I was able to grab their book and perform their poems, other than yeah. Maya Angelou and Langston Hughes. It yeah. was a bunch of other poets that I really didn't relate to their work, but I had to use it to perform something. I want somebody, I want it to be the other way around. I want somebody in high school that's on the speech and debate team or that wants to go into poetic reading. They can pull my book, read some of my work and use right. that to inspire them to write, to write. And be something that's relatable. You see what I'm saying? So that's what I want to do. That's why I want this book to be made. And also, I want this book to save some lives. You know what I mean? Like, read my stuff. Understand that you ain't the only person going through this stuff. And hope, hopefully, this reading this stuff will be therapeutic for you. That's what's up, though. You know what I mean? Nice. I mean, my my motivation come from, you know, I'm originally from Harlem. So, you know, we've been a part of the Harlem Renaissance. So that's why I strike out all these books I've made. I just dropped my 17th book the other day. You know what I mean? So I'm just heavy on the grind. You know what I mean? What? Whoa, we actually need to, I need to talk to you, brother. I didn't know you was on book 17. Definitely <laughs> just your, um, your mentorship. We're trying to get this out. <laughs> Look, bro, you know what I'm saying? Self-motivation is real good. You know what I mean? Just right, push right. it past the limits on that. But um, look, bro, congratulations on everything that you're trying to do and what you're going to do. You know what I mean? And I thank Nicole for bringing you through. You know what I mean? Appreciate we appreciate it. having you on here. I mean, Definitely. on the pop-up highlight show, but um, <laughs> you have any last words? I mean, you want to tell the audience out there how to look for you or anything? Instagram, Facebook, Absolutely. whatever? Um, I'm on Instagram, Kamikaze, K-A-M-A, 
K-A-Z-Z-I. Um, you can follow me. I'm going to be actually recording a lot of um, material. I'm probably going to start my own little thing because I cook on the side. So I'm trying to, you know, maybe do something where, you know, I'm, you know, maybe I read and then I start cooking or whatever. It could be a collab. Yeah, if you look at my page, I, I do a little cooking on one of my other pages. So maybe I do something where I start off with a poem and then I go into something cooking. I, I don't know, something like that. But I've actually, um, real quick, I've yeah. actually seen this. Um, it was one of the poets was on some something else, uh, like open mic. And he actually, he does, you know, he's a personal chef. So he'll go ahead and cook for them. And then after, you know, right. afterwards, I guess while they're eating, he's reciting his romantic poetry. So you see, know. that's dope. That's dope. That's what I want to do. Some out of box shit um, stuff. I'm sorry, I don't know if I could curse on it, but yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> that's what I want to do. Um, yeah. Other than that, you know, just follow me, support me. Um, you know, reach out to me um, if you if you have any advisement for me, or if you want to hear any any of my work, or if you want to know where I'm performing at or how I'm performing. It'll all be on my page. Uh, feel feel free to DM me or inbox me. My pub my page is public, so you know anyone can follow me or hit me up. And I just want to thank you guys for having me on, King and the no, no doubt. You know, this, was, you know what I'm this is actually this is actually it's really supposed to be my first, but last night I ended up jumping on the live and reading a little something or something else. So this is my second official open mic that I've done since my book has been finished. So this is actually definitely a blessing. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? And also we have the Poetry Corner group. You know what I'm saying? Feel free to drop any of your poems in there, some live recordings. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We all about the support. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's right there, man. You know what I mean? Nicola yeah. invites you in there, or I will. Yeah, you know, definitely all right, check excellent. us out on, on YouTube, the Poetry Corner on YouTube, too. So, you know, click yeah. like and subscribe. I definitely will be you know in there. I definitely will tell be in there. Tell a friend, you know what I'm saying? What we say, tell a friend to tell a friend. You water yeah. us, we water you, and we all grow as one. You know what I mean? That's so, right. That's right. That's the MO word. But um, I want to thank everybody out there in the Poetry Corner universe for tuning in. YouTube, Facebook. Um, we'll see y'all next week, Tuesday or thir Tuesday and Thursday. Good so y'all have a blessed night. Peace, love, and poetry. We out of here. Stay on. Stay on. Stay on. Stay on.